serves. This is Sir Gene with your morning update in the afternoon. Good morning. I know it's been a while since the last episode, but I've been pretty damn busy this year, which is a good thing because uh, the previous couple of years were not particularly busy, way less so than I would prefer. Uh, being busy with uh, client work is awesome. But that aside, obviously, times are moving here. We're in 2022. We've got midterm elections coming up in, well, I guess eight months, nine months, 10 months, whatever it is now. And uh, the flurry of election-related news is starting to come out. There are many, many Democrats, it seems, that will not be running for a re-election in the House. So that is, I guess, good news. But I also want to be very cautious and cautiously, I guess, optimistic would be the right way of putting it in not assuming that any Democrat who's not running is simply going to be replaced by a Republican. I don't think that's going to happen. I think there are entirely too many other Democrats uh, that are hoping to run, some of whom may be more moderate, but plenty of whom will be more radical towards socialism. And don't forget that if somebody doesn't run as a Democrat in a traditionally Democrat area, like pretty much anywhere in California, or certainly in the big cities in California, the replacement person that will be elected in the primaries may actually be worse than the person that is no longer running. So while a lot of my friends are very optimistic and happy about the fact that there's this slew of roughly 20, it seems, Democrats that are not going to be running for re-election. Please, please, please do not assume that simply automatically translates into 20 Republican seats. That is, that is not going to happen. I can predict that very accurately right now. Maybe the Democrats will pick up a portion of those and Republicans will pick up a portion as well. Maybe we'll get a few independents coming in. But it's not going to be monolithic. It's not just purely going to be a transition from Democrats to Republicans. What else is going on? Well, the Supreme Court has finally made a ruling that is important and or interesting. They decided to stay out of politics on a whole slew of rulings that they could have been making about the election itself. I think we have a pretty crappy Supreme Court right now, and I'm going to blame Trump for a lot of it. The the Republicans, half of whom I would say are rhino Republicans that ended up on the Supreme Court, were clearly the wrong candidates to be chosen by the Republican majority to go into the Supreme Court. I think a lot of people are somewhat disappointed with the voting record of these Republican rhinos. I'm not very surprised because I think it was evident early on, I may piss some people off, but I'm just going to call it, I think it is, which is I don't trust social conservatives. I don't trust people for whom the main reason they are Republicans is because they're evangelical Christians. That to me is not much better than a Democrat candidate. And the reason I say that is because they're not driven by logic. They're not driven by rational thought. They're not driven by adherence to the Constitution. They're not really the people we want 
to be, what's the word, adjudicating? No, I can't think of it. But essentially making the decisions based around the Constitution. People that are conservative predominantly because their religious beliefs tend to have beliefs that guide them that are outside of rationale and outside of the Constitution, and they're simply aligned with the majority of the conservative party. These same people that may seem to be very conservative, if you look at primarily things like abortion, or it's no longer an issue, but it used to be gay marriage, things that have more to do with social conservatism, these people are also the first ones to flip-flop on issues like privacy, like police power, like providing unlimited power to various federal and, and state governments, when it, in their minds it's, it's justified by things like a, a viral pandemic. This is not who we want in the Supreme Court, and I hope that people are recognizing this now and that future conservative nominees to the Supreme Court will not be rhinos. And that brings me to my next topic, which is Trump running in 2024. I hope to God he doesn't. I think that will be a very bad thing for a number of reasons, not the least of which is that a lot of people aren't going to vote for him. I'm one of those people. I voted for Trump twice. He does not get my third vote. I would much, much, much rather have somebody like a DeSantis as the candidate from the Republican Party, somebody who's younger, somebody who actually has ideas about what kind of changes to implement, and not simply somebody who is trying to prove that he can still get back in office. There's literally no reason for Trump to run. Trump is a former president. Trump is somebody who can bring a lot of conservatives together. He was an outsider, which is great. It's what we were looking for. But he is not somebody that is coming with the right set of rational ideas to bring more libertarian ideas to the, the presidency. And that was evident even in his first term. But frankly, I was willing to overlook a lot of that initially because I wanted to have an outsider coming into the office of president and not just another lifelong politician. So Trump definitely served that purpose. He was an outsider. He brought some out-of-the-box thinking. But there are plenty of things that he just simply did poorly or wrong. A lot of his decisions were influenced by relying too heavily on those same rhino Republicans that are ensconced in government for decades or longer. He trusted people he should not have trusted. There were plenty of people brought into the Trump administration that Republicans who are not rhinos were very surprised by and upset about. None the least of which was the, obviously, Fauci, who was pushed as the, the same figure that he still considered right now, which is the 
he is the science. He is the guy that, that gets to tell America what, what it can do and what it can't do. That happened under Trump. Bolton was also brought in under Trump. Everybody that knew Bolton's history knew that was a bad decision. There, there was a, a lot of people that were in the Trump White House that had no business being there. The fact that Trump admitted that the bombing in Syria and, and really U.S. getting involved in that, in that conflict, which was really a civil war that was trying to be quelled by the legitimate government of Syria, was based on his conversation with his daughter, who saw a video of children getting gassed and believed it and said, we have to get involved. That's not the way I want the president making decisions because his kid saw a fake, what later turned out to be a completely staged fake video. And then the U.S. commits to actual bombing of the country because of that. So for these reasons, plus his age, plus the fact that I don't think he has a good reason for being a president again, other than simply showing the Democrats that, hey, screw you, I'll get back in office, even if you guys manage to pull off a Biden victory last time, even if he does, that's not a good reason. A good reason is actually making changes that bring more liberty and reduce government overreach. And I just don't see Trump being on that side of the equation. I think Trump, if he gets elected, and I hope he doesn't, he will be touting that, hey, he was the guy that brought Fauci out. He was the guy that brought in mask mandates. He was the guy that was really pushing what America should be doing to fight COVID. Even though, as we now know, most of those actions, if not all of them, were complete garbage. They were not based on science. They were based on knee-jerk reactions from people that simply wanted to control the populace and not actual scientifically defendable, defensible recommendations. Masks work when you use them as designed. The only masks that exist currently, or I should say that, that just start to make an impact on viruses are the N95 masks. So why would you ever tell the populace that, no, don't use N95 masks? You can use a washable cloth, a cotton panty, essentially, on your face, and that's perfectly fine. And not only is it fine, if you don't put a panty on your face, then you're actually uh, a bad, evil person trying to spread this, this disease. That is ridiculous. And that is ultimately what came out of the people that Trump brought to the forefront. So Trump, I really hope that he just keeps being a, a person in the sidelines, somebody that can affect conservative elections on state levels, somebody that can give his blessing, if you will, to a variety of candidates. But I don't trust the guy because he's demonstrated that he's horrible let me repeat that, horrible at hiring people. He's well known for his you're fired line. Little did we know the reason that Trump is really good at firing people is because he fucking sucks at hiring people. There's no due diligence done. He trusts people on their word. And he's managed to take his initial first term and what could have been an absolutely, you know, washing of the swamp, draining of the swamp, as was talked about, 
turned really into the swamp running his administration. Yes, there were a few things that were clearly not rhino that he pushed through, but honestly, that's not enough. And I was hoping that in his second term, of his consecutive second term, that we would finally start seeing a more determined Trump, somebody that, that would not listen to his advisors, who are rhinos, that would actually start to push back on them. And the reality was that never happened, and I don't know that it would, would have. Now, looking back, I think we could have simply had a second term that was just like the first term, a term that lost the Republicans the majority vote. Remember, this is something that certainly happens frequently, but uh, and it happened to Barack Obama, and it, it happened to Clinton to some extent, but, but Trump was in office when we had a full majority of the House and Senate, and we lost them when he was in office. The number of people that were willing to vote for Biden, and I don't really care whether you think those votes were fake or not, but nonetheless, there were plenty of people who I've talked with that voted for Biden, not because they like Biden, but because they didn't like Trump. So Trump running again, simply with the goal of proving that he can win and nothing more, means he's going to lose. And what that means is we will have a Hillary for president or some other minority uh, candidate type choice from the Democrat Party because there's going to be enough people not willing to vote for Trump, and I count myself amongst them, that the election will once again go to the Democrats. So the best way to have a conservative landslide, to have a Republican landslide, to have a libertarian landslide, is to actually have a candidate that comes out of the primaries, like DeSantos, that can bring conservatives together and that can take enough of the centrists because he hasn't been grabbing anybody by the pussy, because he hasn't been promoting COVID, or I should say promoting Fauci as a response to COVID. Because of these things, Republicans would have a solid victory. So for the sake of conservatives, for the sake of libertarians, and for the sake of the Republican Party, I really hope that we don't end up with Trump as the only choice. Because if we do, it is literally handing this over to the Democrats. And I've said this plenty of times in the past, I'll say it again. Every country has the government they deserve. If the country is unwilling to put the right people in place prior to the elections for the populace to vote on, if the parties manage to present somebody extremely unpopular, Bob Dole comes to mind, McCain comes to mind, these were extremely unpopular people with real conservatives. These were people who were rhinos. And then, of course, uh, one of whom that also comes to mind, uh, what's his face, the Mormon guy, you know, he's basically a Democrat at this point. He's not even a conservative. He, he's, he's been spouting off against conservatives for five years now. You have to present people with a reasonable choice on election day to get the vote out, to get them excited about voting for the candidate. And to do that, you can't simply have the swamp trying to push itself on. And unfortunately, at this point, Trump has demonstrated through his first term that while he may not be part of the swamp, he doesn't have the ability to drain the swamp.
he's not the guy. And whether it's DeSantos or maybe Ted Cruz or whoever, although Ted Cruz has put his foot in his mouth quite a bit lately, but we need fresher blood. We need people without the baggage. We need somebody that we know will survive their entire term. And we need somebody who wants to run for a reason other than I'll show them I'll still win. Because guess what? No, you won't. All right, guys. Hope you enjoyed this episode. I will once again try and do these on the more regular schedule, but I say that a lot. And I still go for a month or two between episodes. So it is what it is. Comment on No Agenda Social if you hear this. If you didn't hear it on there, you can certainly reply back to me directly at gene at sirgene.com. And as always, thanks for joining me. Please do keep in mind that nothing in this podcast represents financial, legal, or medical advice. 